All right, friends. Welcome back to Super Sodium Brothers. Welcome back has a nice ring to it. This what? is episode two. We're back. Episode We're back, bitch. You thought you thought you'd never see us again? Joke's on you. Mm-hmm. Everybody was begging for more. Back. Dude, my DMs were blowing up. Give me Lit. more. When's the next one? I said, this weekend, baby. Get ready. It's happening. Cancel plans. We, uh, had, uh, we had some good feedback on the first episode, so that was, that was really cool. I had a lot of fun shooting it, too. Yeah. It's easy. This is our domain. We're salty. We this, talk about video games. This is where we live. You know? It was also, it was, it was funny, too, because we met up. We're like, all right, let's record an hour. Let's do an hour. And two hours in, we were like, all right. We gotta, we gotta get we gotta get some dinner. <laughs> you boys hungry? <laughs> we, <gotta eat. laughs> oh. we did. I, I still feel like you know, even like looking at our notes, like I still feel like we we could have like gone long. Like we had more to talk about. I feel Easily like. another two hours. We could have done a full yeah. Rogan with a nice. You never go full Rogan. <laughs> you never go. We could not, have. not on the first episode. We could have. Uh, hey, but you... I canceled my order for ivermectin, so we're not going full Rogan. <laughs> Um, speaking of going, I mean, before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's podcast, before, before you go full Rogan, you never want to go full Kanye. Ne- oh my God. Never go full Kanye. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. Dude. When he tweeted out that he was going DEFCON three on Jews, man, he really meant it. He, is, he is not pulling any punches. Uh, he, um, and for all the listeners salted, at home, I'm of Jewish descent. Uh, so I don't um, know. I'm not, but I don't hate Jews like Kanye does. Apparently, so yeah, we get to talk about this. Yeah, um, it gives me some authority, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right. My best friend's Jewish. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, I mean, get on YouTube and watch this. Uh, Kanye went on Alex Jones's Infowars show, which is just you know all conspiracies and a, a ton of nonsense. Sorry, Alex. You know, gay frogs. You know the whole thing. Chemtrails. Uh, yeah, lizards uh, infiltrating the Democratic Party and Pizzagate. Lot, lots, of, lots of crazy conspiracies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he, he goes on Alex Jones' show, and it looks like he's wearing – it's like a black mask, but it looks like one of those textbook covers you used to put on your books in high school. So he's got that's this – good. That's a good description. It's like a ski mask without the holes. Yeah, but it's that thin – like see through fabric almost, and he's got yeah. glasses on too, which is hilarious. I, I it's hard I mean, to tell if they're to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hard gotta, to tell if they're you gotta be able to see through the fabric. You know? I fucking guess so, man. Uh, and and he he just get, gets on the show and just starts talking about how much he loves Hitler. Like he went there. He was so like, I, I love Hitler. Yeah. Um. I think the one of the craziest like so like reading it on paper like reading the words the like i know this is true the transcripts there's receipts and like i know this is real but like reading this is this is a verbatim quote i love jewish people but i also love nazis kanye west in 2022 said the words i love nazis that's who who is he trying to appeal to who is he trying Apparently to win Apparently both over? Jews and Nazis. He, he's playing both sides, so no matter what, he comes out on top. Or so he thought. 
Is he is he still planning on running for president in 2024? Do Nazis go out and vote? Is that an untapped like voter market? Like what what the fuck is he doing? I I don't I don't know where where his head was at. You ever but seen? But it's concerning. Oh yeah. Oh my god. There is uh, clearly an absence of uh, medication in this interview. And honestly, it's crazy too because Alex Jones is the king of conspiracies. And even he's like, oh, well, gotta disagree with you there, Kanye. <laughs> gotta, well, I, I don't like Nazis. I don't like Hitler. You know, if Alex Jones is disagreeing with walking himself back from your conspiracies and, and your vitriol, then uh, there's there's a uh, there's a problem. There's danger, Will Robinson. You know, hate hate speech is not okay. No, it's not. It's not. But no, it's definitely not. You could talk all the shit and spout all the hate you want against nazis right they're yeah, fuck nazis. they're the fucking worst of the worst of the last century they are we ab- had a world war over it they and are, we all agreed they're the most evil and fucked up entity that humanity's encountered in the last hundred years and there, there's been Just some about. good, uh, yeah, there, there's been some contenders for sure. But the Nazis, they're the worst of the worst. That's why in video games, when you're playing like Call of Duty World War II, you just shoot the Nazis and you feel good about it, right? Feels pretty Ca- good. Captain America punching Nazis, Ooh. beating Nazis up. Oh, you just Delish. love it because they're the Delish. worst. Red Skull? Fuck him. So, so for him to side with, like... If this is a publicity stunt, it's it's working, man. Because he's he's got people talking about him. Also, reading reading the this the the you know the the article about all this, um, he didn't say "Def Con 3. He said "Death" with a th. He said "Death Con 3. <laughs> I on a post on Instagram since deleted, um, in which he said he would go "Death Con 3. <laughs> On Jewish people, um, I don't know if that's a little, um, little Freudian slip, um, or he doesn't know what DefCon is. No, yeah, I think uh, he's just showing his intelligence there. He's not, he's not. The or lack thereof. Genius. He made some really good music in like the early to mid two thousands. Like, he he's not a member of Mensa. He's not a fucking genius. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. He should, um, he, he should win the the inaugural um whatever the opposite of mensa is we should make you know like there's like the razzies mm. where you get like nine so it's like the the opposite of the Oscars, the dummies like the worst actor the dummy awards. right yeah there should be something like that for uh for our man who who would be in the running this year kanye well, kanye would win that, that kanye kid on is you- the elden ring of the opposite of mensa <laughs> the dummies oh my god yeah it's just a shoe in right Obviously, I, I keep thinking about I, I I found this kid on YouTube who uh stands on a table and uh jumps onto like uh light bulbs and he jumps onto piles of barbed wire or jumps onto a microwave mm. and this yeah, is yeah, his yeah. whole this is his whole deal uh and I just keep thinking about this kid and how much he reminds me of Kanye's stunts lately just like someone really going out of their way to hurt themselves. At all costs. He's um yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a good a good way a good way to put it. I hate to say it. Uh, it's it's been very entertaining. Absolutely, anti-Semitism is not okay. The Jewish yeah, people have suffered greatly 
for hundreds and thousands of years. Um, yeah, quit quit sympathizing with Nazis, people, Ma namely Kanye. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, cut that shit out. I just but I feel our, like that's that's, that's little... got to be our baseline, right? I gotta say, you know, anti yeah, I mean, like I think that inexcusable. Yeah, if we can if we can all you know come to a, an agreement that Nazis suck, we can we can work from there, right? <laughs> that's yeah, a good baseline. You know, even when you baseline. disagree with people, if you could find something that you agree with, you could work from there. Yeah. I don't. I like apples. Nazis. I like oranges. We both hate Nazis. All right. Now exactly. we can take a seat at the table. Exactly. <laughs> now we can talk. <laughs> Fuck Nazis. Uh, Birth of Cake Oreos are great. And Elden Ring is most likely going to win Game of the Year yeah. in 2022. You know what some people say? I want God of War Ragnarok Game of the Year. I want Elden Ring Game of the Year. Man, I love killing Nazis in video games. Okay, cool. <laughs> but I also love... Friends. I also love killing Melania. And Elden Ring. Oh, what a boss fight! They nailed it. It didn't matter. It, it didn't matter what what run my my original my original playthrough, my new game plus plus two plus three plus four. She annihilated me a lot. You were there for a lot of it. Yeah, Dude, we didn't do well. Uh, Millennia is one of those bosses. If she gets you in a combo, no matter how large her health pull is, she's going to wreck your ass. What Your is this, the, the waterfowl dance, that, that blade dance? I think over every single run of all my new game pluses, of every run I did, I'm pretty sure I only ever beat her when she didn't hit me with the, that blade dance. Yeah, you really, you really need RNGesus on your side for her to Literally. not use that combo. Because there are some like big brain people out there who could dodge it perfectly, but that's, that's not me. That's not who? you. Ultra Instinct Goku. Somebody, yeah. Not, not me. The, let me solo her. I mean, they're the same person. Mm -hmm. Ultra Instinct Goku and uh, let me solo her. Oh, let basically me... the same person. What a legend. So, all right. Legend. So, real quick, for, for those of you who don't know, we're talking about a little game called Elden Ring. Is little we... indie. Anyone heard of it? Yeah, eh, kind of a big deal. How many copies sold? Um, it was from From Software and um, Miyazaki, who's done. Uh, the Dark Souls games and Bloodborne and and Sekiro and they they came out with Elden Ring as a new open world third person RPG mythical uh fantasy realm very Lord of the Rings esque um and just a brilliant game a massive map takes place in the lands between on this massive continent I mean Fucking gorgeous too just the art ugh amazing artwork amazing gameplay. I mean, an encyclopedia's worth of, of lore to discover and read about and, and watch. Literally keeps Vati Vidya in business. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, friends, uh, check them out on YouTube. We should, we should put a link for their YouTube in the podcast. Check them out. They, I absolutely will. They have amazing, like, hour-long videos just breaking down Elden Ring lore. And it's, it's pretty awesome. He's got a voice like butter. Yeah, he really... <laughs> To listen to this man talk forever. So let's see. As of November 2022, Elder Ring sold and a half million copies. Million copies. I think what's even crazier is it sold 12 million units in the first two weeks. That's insane. That's insane. So the game's been out for, you know, was it six months at this point? When did it come out? Uh, January, February of 2022. Was that the beginning of the year? Damn. Yeah. Yeah, so in the the first two weeks of of its launch, twelve million copies, and then another five and a half million yeah. pulled in throughout the rest of the year. 
all those 12 million people were able to convince 5 million friends to be like, yeah, we should get this. <laughs> it's, it's that's, pretty that's good. That's wild. I mean, I was one of those. I don't play Souls games. I, I typically don't enjoy them. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Elden Ring a, a whirl. It was, and, um, I'm so glad you did, man. I'm, I'm so oh, glad you did. It was so good. Did 150 hours on my first playthrough before, yeah. <laughs> before beating Elden Beast. That's... I was just having, having a blast. I mean, I, I think that's one of the re- one of the reasons it deserves video game of the year, which is going to be today's topic, friends. We're going to be talking uh, game awards, the video game of the year, and just talking about kind of the state of the video game industry in general. Uh, and definitely the economy talking about in mic- some games, microtransactions, yeah, and, and the economy of, of some video games have got us particularly salty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, my poor so, my cardiologist looking at my charts. He's like, dude, the sodium's off the chain. I'm like, bro, Game Awards this I, week. I can't he's, help it. He's like, I understand. Game, game Awards and and microtransactions in in video games. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help it. And the Cheez-Its, but you know, one thing at a time. Oh, they're so good. All right, just classic. The toasted, it's too much. The snapped, white cheddar, just the bold are too bold. Right. That might be the whitest thing I ever it's said. Bitter. They just taste. They taste old, burnt. Yeah, not a fan. Oh, a little much. So looking at our um, so our, our nominees for for game game of the year, twenty twenty two. Um, I I feel like it's it's only fair to let everybody know of the other nominees. Yeah, even absolutely. though we all know it's you know it's being duped. Uh, it's going to be a duke out between Elden Ring and uh, God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got a Plague Tale Requiem, which was the sequel to the original uh, Plague Tale. It's supposed to be uh, a, got a bunch of rats involved. Yeah, you, know. you you play a what is it like 18th century? Um, this young woman and her younger brother are trying to make it through this like plague ridden world, and the younger brother has a power where he can control the rats a little He's bit. He's the rat king, baby, or the rat prince. He's so this is the prequel to the Nutcracker, right? <laughs> and he becomes right the rat king. Okay, yeah, yeah the jokes are gonna I get see. better as we go along. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> a plague tale I, I like rat cream uh Elden Ooh, that's, see you're right they are getting better already <laughs> that was a good one i like that uh god of war ragarok i mean a fantastic game look i'm gonna say this as somebody who beat it last week i don't think they stuck the landing i i yeah, remember as as you finished it on stream at twitch.tv slash thriller underscore park i was like I, you look you look a little disappointed. How do you how do you feel? And and you felt you felt a little disappointed. I I I love the game. I've got a huge attachment to the characters in the franchise. I don't know why. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big dork for it. And they're good freaking games. Uh, one of the most impressive things about God of War 2018 and God of War Ragnarok is they're all done in one seamless camera shot, even panning from character to character. Just uh, what they've done cinematically and technically wise is super impressive and i love to see that in video games because it's pushing the boundaries um and i would honestly say if it doesn't win game of the year which i honestly i don't think it will i do think elden ring will win but mm-hmm. if it doesn't i feel like even if it's not at the game awards i feel like it's going to be getting uh awards elsewhere for you know uh, is, is cinematography is that the word for for a video game there's best like it's 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 shot very like you know like it's shot like a movie of it for for a lot of it you know like it's not you don't get like cut scenes and then like boom you're back into your game like it yeah it's it's structured 
almost like you are watching a movie so it's almost got like the cinematography like feel to it so i feel like at the very least it's it's going to be getting awards for for how it's you know how it was produced because it was a lot of fun to watch even though i'm not like the biggest god of war fan and i really didn't get into god of war 2018 but like i can i can watch it and appreciate it i'll say this i god damn it looked good oh my god it is a fantastic looking game it runs smooth as butter on ps5 um you see every little pore in kratos's head and like the the lighting it's it's really well done honestly the game's up for game of the year best game direction best narrative i'm pretty sure best score in music both the actors for atreus and kratos up for best performance um i think it's up for best action adventure which is category uh we all love and a couple other things so it's gonna it's gonna you know it's gonna get awards it's gonna be gonna go home with something yeah Game of the year. I do you think the crown's going home with Elden Ring? Mm-hmm. And what, Miyazaki's going to have a nice little trophy to throw up on his mantle. Yeah, and he he freaking earned it. And I started saying this uh, a couple minutes ago. One of the reasons why Elden Ring deserves it is because we each put in 150 hours into Elden Ring, and honestly, making a new character tomorrow would be such a good time, and we would easily be able to kill another 20, 30 hours. Just farting around e- cooperatively and just, you know, having a good time. We literally played Elden Ring last night. Yeah, it was with great. With our good friend, Jasmine. Good old jazz. Good old jazz. Um, jazz. Spe- I love jazz. The genre and the person. And the person. We got we to gotta get her on for a, a guest, guest, guest star? Guest? I don't know. What do you do on a podcast? Just a guest. Just a featured guest. Yeah. Just a featured guest. Oh, we should do like a we can do like a, a movie, like a movie episode on on movies, and we'll just for 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 those of you that don't know Jazz, mo- most everybody as of right now knows Jazz. Uh, she's a big a big movie buff. Mm-hmm. She enjoys movies. Um, me and her have fairly polar opposite opinions on movies. So I think it would make for a good episode to talk about movies. She likes films. I like movies. Yeah, she loves films. There's she, a difference. She loves films, and then she let her fiance buy a copy of Star Wars: Last Jedi on Blu-ray. So, <laughs> mm, uh, so yeah, you know, credibility is hey. kind of going out the window. It's um, <laughs> it's an opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah. Um, I I uh, signed up for for Letterbox, and uh, and I uh, followed her on on Letterbox. Her her movie of the year so far was uh, Robert Pattinson's The Batman. Oh fuck yeah! I think mine is too. Really? Okay. I loved it. Oh my god! Fuck me, I guess. I did. It was three hours long, and I didn't want it to end. I don't. I, I'm not even like a huge Batman guy. Like I think every you know Batman's cool, of course. I just thought it was a good movie. I can hear Jazz cackling at me. Me being in the minority here. They could have. I, I they could have cut some parts out. It didn't need to be three hours long. Yeah, I mean, I guess I think it's because my um, my expectations of the movie were weren't uh, met, but not in a bad way. Like I was expecting a Batman movie and there was only really a couple scenes in the movie that made it feel like a Batman movie. And the Mm -hmm. rest of it just kind of felt like a noir detective like movie, which isn't bad. That's not that's not an indictment of the you know, what we what we got of the product that we got. Mm -hmm. It was just I went in with a very different expectation. Okay. of of what we were getting and it wasn't it wasn't that so it was a it was a good movie i i was just a little surprised to see that it was of all people jazz's number one movie of 2022 so far no i i hear what you're saying i mean there are those 
Batman like big uh spectacle films out there though. Especially recently with Snyder Cut, Justice League and Batman. Yeah, but it's not a Batman movie, you know? I don't know. Yeah, but you get you get some Batman in there. We're gonna get Jazz in here and we're gonna we're gonna duke this out. Okay. Um but in, in the spirit of jazz, um, the other the one of the other um, nominees of, of the person, not the not the, the music genre. One of the other nominees is Horizon Forbidden West, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm sure was a um, a battle for her to choose between God of War, um, Horizon, maybe even Elden Ring. I feel like she she probably knows that Elden Ring is going to win. But in her heart of hearts, I, sh- I feel like she would like to see God of War or Horizon. I mean, uh, a lot of people love the Horizon series, love the new one. It's a good-looking game. Uh, it's like dystopian future, and uh, robot dinosaurs and animals roam the planet, and there's all these rival tribes, and I don't know. There's something special about, you know, the protagonist. Um, yeah, like, the only thing I know about the story is what she's told <laughs> me. A- it sounds cool. Like, it sounds like it's a, got a compelling story in it. You know, it's, it looks, it visually looks incredible. It looks fun. Yeah, this one, story sounds good. That's one thing that's pretty consistent with all PlayStation exclusives. Their games look freaking good. They look great. Their lighting engines, their particle engines are really great. But old um, Gorilla Games, their uh, their issue was releasing their video game this year with Elden Ring and God of War. Yeah, I also... So, I, I don't know how much this new one improved on the last Horizon. The first Horizon, I felt like, had very janky human npcs in ai um and was also like climb a big tower survey the area now you unlock that part of the map collect right. or oh you know go collect this uh liberate this camp uh which we've seen a lot of since like assassin's creed 2 2008 so it did what it did really well um, yeah i remember seeing gameplay of it i think it might have been demi streamed the first one I don't think she ever streamed uh, Forbidden West, but I remember her streaming uh, the first Horizon. I think it was she was trying to finish it before Forbidden West came out, and just like watching the gameplay, like it didn't look like it. It, like, had it didn't very, grab me. Yeah, it had very janky melee combat where you just swing your staff and in, in big wide motions, and uh, the whole thing is she fights with a bow. And if you run out of yeah. arrows, you got to craft them real quick in real time with sticks and other uh, resources and it's just it, it look it's a fun game it just i wasn't like blown away personally but i know people love it it's up for it's up for i mean um the woman who plays uh aloy uh a- ashley aloy, birch yeah. is up for best performance she's also in uh mythic quest with that guy i from didn't realize Sunny. she she Pretty voiced aloy yeah uh and Neat. does all the mo mocap for it motion oh, capture yeah uh and it's up for action adventure game best action game is there a difference between action and action adventure okay Ac- i guess one of which you don't adventure in just i don't know just because. yeah uh, okay all right <laughs> thank you for breaking that down <laughs> i i figure someone had Appreciate to it. okay um it's it's gonna get some nods i mean it's it's being nominated for game of the year which is is pretty huge so it'll it'll get some nods it'll i, th- I feel like it'll it'll get some love um, Good for them. Stray. Yes. Also up for game of the year. I don't think it's going to, you know, obviously it's, it's, it's what, like a $30 game that, you know, you play out over like six hours. I think like I beat it in five hours. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's, I mean, like, it lo- I still really want to play. It looks really fun. It, you know, obviously just doesn't, I don't think it's it's you know, going to capture, it doesn't have the the scope and the, the presence to, to take home Game of the Year. Imagine Stray goes home with Game of the Year over Elden Ring. No, no. The gaming community community would would ignite. No, that would be they like would... the Game Awards saying we love Hitler. <laughs> you would just yeah, don't do that. Just game destroy awards. yourself. Yeah, there. Yeah, they have they have Kanye present uh, Game of the Year, and it's Stray. <laughs> Kanye presents just... Game of the Year. Wow. I don't even know what I would do with myself. Man, entertainment at the max. Love it. Let's it would be content. It would be content. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but Stray looks great. I, I really do want to play it. Unfortunately, I don't see that winning game of the year. No. And then Stray. The, um, so for everyone at home, Stray, you play a little orange cat in once again a dystopian future that's inhabited by really cute robot people who have iPad faces. Uh, and you get a little uh, iPhone friend who sits in a backpack on your back. And you're just kind of trying to get There's out of this sunken meow city. Button. There is a dedicated meow button. that tells you anything. Uh, it's very cute. It's a little platformer, lots of jumping puzzles. Um, but I don't even think it should be up here at all. I don't. I don't either. Speaking of, I don't think it should be up here. Is Xenoblade Chronicles three? I I've not seen a single second of gameplay from Xenoblade Chronicles one, two, or three. There must be a very loud contingent of like a dozen or so fans that were like Jeff Keighley, listen to me. This I... is our year. Well, I know Xenoblade's like a, a JRPG, definitely appealing more to the Japanese market. It's also a Nintendo franchise, right? So they might have just wanted to sneak a Nintendo game on there. And Splatoon 3 didn't make the cut somehow. <laughs> Splatoon 3. Game of the year. <laughs> Elden who? God of what? Splatoon 3. Dude, imagine being in uh, the production room. With the director of Splatoon 2. And they're like, what are we going to do for Splatoon 3? They're like, all right, you see that 2? Add a 1. Ship it. 60 bucks. Ship it. You son of a bitch. I'm in. How many copies did Splatoon 3 sell? A lot. How much money money did they print? (laughs) They made money. Set 8 million? 8 million copies at $60 each. Woof. Yep. Hey, I'm sure it's fine. It's a couple of copies. I've seen and played Splatoon 1 and 2. I'm sure it's the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Man. Um, I mean, hey, con- congratulations, Nintendo. You know how to print money. You have, a, you have a money printing press in the form of squid children shooting paint guns. Speaking of money printing press, uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I have no opinions on this because I'm a Gen 1 purist. Yeah. And the last Nintendo, uh, the last Pokemon game that I've played um was uh was arceus the last one before that was uh uh fire red and leaf green yeah <laughs> which is basically just a remake of like 10 Blue. years off yeah yeah 14 years off. yeah and i'm and i'm always going to be a gen one purist so i i don't i just i haven't dipped my toes in in the pokemon pool in uh in quite some time uh, and arceus was really my only little side quest into it so so it doesn't look good i'll keep it yeah i'll keep it brief um and i trust me i I feel ridiculous being a 30 year old man complaining about a pokemon game but you know when you're passionate about something and you're a fan and the people responsible for producing content fart something out you know you get let down and the sodium starts to rise and you gotta bitch a little bit you gotta vent uh scarlet and violet sold 10 million copies in three days Yikes. Which is absolutely 
ridiculous. Um, and I'll be completely honest, it runs like it's on Wii. It runs like it's on a Zoom. It's horrible. I saw I saw a TikTok. Let me let me just make the sure performance I'm being, is I'm being safe. It is. Um, I saw a TikTok of a small ant. Um, mm -hmm. He was playing uh, one of them, Scarlet or, or whichever, and he found out that of his playtime, ten percent of his playtime was lost uh, to to lag and frame drops. Absolutely. Anytime, anytime you open your bag, anytime you use an item, anytime you use a move, it takes at least one second, one full second. Nothing is seamless. So that means for every hundred minutes you're playing Pokemon. 10 of those minutes are you just just sitting you're there losing you're losing time to the ether mm -hmm. there is nothing happening there is no game to be played for 10 percent of your playthrough and maybe if but if again this, this could be before a performance patch well let's see uh nintendo tweeted out i think it was two days ago three days ago we take feedback from players seriously and will continue to work on improvements of the game after they released a very very basic patch uh just touching some uh major bugs Let's see. The whole thing about po this Pokemon game was that it's an open world game. You could go wherever you want, see whatever you want. But mm -hmm. you, you look over all these fields and uh, the beaches and the forests, and there's fucking nothing there. There's nothing yeah, there. Like the, the, the foliage density was looked like the top of and Larry David's head. Anything that is beyond 30 feet from you just does not render into the game. The Pokemon, the people, the trees, the items... It's just physically not there. You just you have to walk up to it to see it, and it makes this open world feel completely lifeless and unfinished. And look, I I wonder I wonder why as well because like when you look at uh like Breath of the Wild, like that came out in what like 2015? 2017. some shit like that twenty seventeen. So it's it's been out for a while, and if you look at breath of the wild or you know go play it again like the your the foliage density the grass the the trees you know just like rocks and it's stuff that are, that are there it's it's noticeably better i mean like you know we're not we're not talking like we're we're loading up into into you know like skyrim or something like that's meant to have like a, a good looking environment like you know Sky I know skyrim's skyrim. probably a bad example well skyrim skyrim's on switch you know what else is on switch the witcher 3 Great looking game. That's true. Open world. That's true. No so, Man's yeah, so Sky we, we, is on Switch. We know Monster the Switch Hunter can Rise do it. on Switch. Yeah, so that's that's such a lame excuse. And then you look at the Pokemon company, that's a billion dollar company. Multi billion dollar company. Um so for them to it's alienating up, is what it is. It's upsetting. Yeah, it's disappointing and they kind of devalue their brand, but also their fans are so hopelessly loyal. That they uh, shipped 10 million copies in three weeks. Excuse me, sold 10 million copies in, in, in three days. God, what am I saying? 10 million copies, three days, 60 bucks a copy. That's $100 billion. They're printing money. Crazy. It's ridiculous. And it's, it's, it's disappointing for sure. So let's, let's see what they do uh, patch-wise. Look, I'm enjoying the game, but there are moments where I'm just like, oh, my God. Like what? Sixty dollars. And then I go to God of War, which they they poured like hundreds of millions of dollars into to make it look as beautiful and as seamless as possible. And I'm like, I don't. Pokemon. It's uh, I've seen mobile games look better. It must be a very jarring experience to go back and forth between. 
Yeah, it's kind You're of like, a, uh, oh, yeah, I got my diglet. All right, I'm, I'm done for the day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go play some God of War Ragnarok. I found that I'm playing Pokemon mostly uh, before I go to bed when my brain needs to shut down. Like, that's that's the quality that's, that's fair. that my brain can handle. 534p on handheld. 720p docked. That's another thing. They downscaled it from Arceus, which came out in January. Is it actually 534p handheld? Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, to get it to fucking run at barely, barely thirty frames per second. Yikes! And on man. top of that, one Something... of the guys was saying this game suffers from tremendous memory leaks. So the longer you play it, the worse it gets. The there's just how, no more RAM. How good does it? We've got no RAM. How good does it run? Like straight, just straight out of the, out of the box. Like when you turn on your switch, like how is performance like noticeably better? I'm... Or is it still just like? Ugh. It's it's just it's terrible. Like you open up your I've never seen this in a Pokemon game. You open up your box, which is where you store all your mons and there's 30, and you have to give it a few seconds to just load up the teeny little sprites so you can see what they are. Like how did it get worse as time progresses? Like the Pokemon It's 2022, man. The end of 2022 and and man, that's that's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. I guess that's the the upside of of really not being into pokemon much anymore i could just you know kind of skirt around the the disappointment well everyone had really high hopes and of course the the trailers that they show off for the game look good there are things in the game that look good there's some pokemon models that look really nice they've added a lot of textures you see the, like the fleshy tones and the scales and the light shimmering off of chrome on on like magnemite and stuff like that and that's cool but the rest of it looks looks horrible looks like it's from n64 seriously um, but shame on me. I mean, I bought two copies for me and Alex, so here I here I am. Feed the beast. Shut, shut up and take my money, I guess. But hey, it's it's Pokemon. I I can't I can't. But one it's one of these days, we're gonna get an absolute banger. We're gonna get a good a good Pokemon. I really don't. One know. day. I mean, okay. Forget forget how it looks. Another thing is the game is so dated, Rob. It's so dated. The interactions with characters. How they move, like they where they're talking, they wave their arms side to side, and where people need to walk up. It's like a, a cinema scene, quote unquote, and someone walks up to you to talk to you, and they walk at you at an angle, and they just make a sharp ninety degree turn to talk to you. It's all so rigid, and, and so lifeless. Really disappointing. Like to the when uh, when you're eating the PNG sandwich. Oh, that's dude. Friends, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube and watch uh uh Pokemon Scarlet sandwich eating. <laughs> it's it's there's a sandwich, there's a two-dimensional sandwich and then your three-dimensional character just pushes their pa- uh, their face in front of the sandwich with with like a biting like, motion. We're talking like the picture the the flat image of the sandwich is in the in the background. And then in the foreground, you have a 3D model of your character like making a hump like a chomp but the sandwich is like, behind, not, clearly behind it's you. behind yeah and it's just like like there was no animation like worked on for that there's there's a 2d you know jpeg slapped in the background and then there's the animation of a character opening and closing their mouth essentially it's like yum 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 and it was like damn like that's where that's where you're that was the effort. That was the level of effort that, that was, was put it. in for that. Yeah, and they were like, cool, That's ship it. it. Send it. Crazy. It's good. You know what's crazy, too? 
I mean, the Pokemon Company, within the last year, they put out the Diamond and Pearl remakes, which weren't very good, but sold millions of copies. Legends Arceus, which sold almost 14 million copies at $60 each. They, they're they good. Like, they've got revenue coming in. They did not need to ship this game before the holidays. They really didn't. And Nintendo's always said, oh, we'll never rush anything. I honestly think it's mostly the Pokemon company responsible for this. But it was just, it was there's, disheartening. There's got to be you know? some oversight, man. Like, there's got to be. Right? I mean, like, they... I know there's a lot of hands in this pie. You know, like, it's not, it's, it's not, um, you know, N- Nintendo specifically going boom here's here's a video game you know like i know there's a, there's a lot there's there's a lot involved so a lot of people involved in this but like man someone has to look at this and be like this isn't okay man like we, we can't we can't keep doing this yeah and i i really never expected nintendo to join this trend in the video game industry where we, we're just gonna ship shit and, f- and fix it later we're gonna ship a broken product uh and we'll we'll just send out a patch Maybe. So just disappointing. But that being said, I I have been playing it and I have been enjoying it. But not without the salt. Still, there's got to be salt. About it. There's got to be a little salt. You got to have it. So that's our lineup for game of the year. I know we. I know we. Took sorry, a, I, I a got a little side, side, yeah. side trip into, into into Pokemon. But that's that's our lineup for game of the year. Um, we I wanted to kind of focus on um, you know, as as we're you know, game uh, game awards is um thursday this upcoming thursday the 8th um so i wanted to kind of focus on like the the main there's, there's a lot of categories how many how many categories are there there's like 30 something categories Jeez, it's it's like a four um, hour 31 show, dude yeah it's gonna be a long time but oh there's there's God. 31 total categories and you know this ranges from you know game of the year like we we're just talking about um all the way down to, to best esports event mm-hmm. so there's you know some some gaming related stuff in there as well um but i wanted to focus on kind of like the like the main hitters for you know I, what I would imagine most people are are tuning into the game awards for. So game of the year, you know, we, again we have a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Um, so that's our main our our, our main PS Day Resistance game of the year right there. Um, but then following behind that is um, is Best Indie and Best Indie Debut. Um, okay. Best Indie Debut of 2021 um, was Keena Bridge of Spirits. Um, so that was pretty cool, even though I think it should have got Game of the Year uh, 2021 over It Takes Two. But nobody asked me. Um, best Indie <laughs> of 2022. You could have exercised um, your right to vote. Friends, it's still not too late. Go to oh, thegameawards.com uh, and you could vote. Everyone tweet at Jeff Keighley um, and tell him that Keenan Bridge of Spirits should have won um, Game of the Year 2021. Um, but voting is still open for this year. <laughs> Game of the Year 2022. Um, if you head on over to thegamewards.com, um, go ahead and, and cast your votes. It's not too late. You too can have a say um, and make sure that Xenoblade Chronicles 3 does not win. Games. Yeah, do your part. Um, do your part. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. <laughs> Vote or die. Um, best Indie um, was, um, uh, I think, I think a, a pretty decent lineup, actually. We have a Cult of the Lamb. Loved it. That was done by uh, Massive Monster, um, published by uh, Devolver Digital. Devolver does is is a great publisher in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They they put out some good shit. Um, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, um, another uh, Annapurna um, uh, published game, um, but that's more of a um a very speed run uh, catered card based shooting game. If that kind of makes sense, yeah. it looks really good. Um, well, it looks very fast paced, very stimulating. I've heard yeah, good things. Very yeah, it looks it looks really good. Um, Sifu. 
fucking man that game is hard it looks fun, um though. very good it's very fun um stray again you know that that is an indie game i know that's that is also another uh annapurna published game um but that's being done by blue 12 studio um who i don't think i've heard um of other games that they've done so i'm not sure what they're well, they're up uh, for best indie debut so this is this is their first game as a studio Okay, very cool. So yeah, so they're they're doing their thing. So Stray is making its rounds in, in these nominees, which is cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tunic, which you uh, raged over. <sighs> Tunic Tunic broke me, and I think I actually permanently <laughs> damaged my Xbox controller while playing Tunic. So th- this game, it's it's it, you play a little fox guy who looks like um kind of Link from the Zelda games, and it's heavily inspired by classic Zelda. He's got a green tunic mm-hmm. on. It's top down. You know, once again, a little fantasy world. You get a sword and shield. A little sword and shield, yeah. And I don't, I don't know what the plot is. Everyone's dead, and you need three crystals to unlock something. The soul of your mom, or I don't know. Um, but one thing the that soul I, of these nuts. The soul, the soul of these nuts. <laughs> Collect all three nuts. <laughs> the infinity nuts. The infinity nuts. And then this giant pillar comes out of the ground, uh, which is true. Um. It's a great game. It's super stylistic. All all the dialogue is written in the native language of like the fox people, so you can't really read anything. But when you go to the guide or the start menu, it's it looks exactly like one of the old school manuals that they used to give you in the N64 games. And yeah. it it it's a lot of like visual storytelling or sometimes there'll be handwritten notes along some of the items that are in English that'll uh, give you hints on like what you're supposed to be doing with these items or where you're supposed to be going on the map and whatnot. And I, I love the style of it, but holy fuck balls. It was hard. <laughs> it oh looks, my It looked God. hard. It looked hard. It looked fun though. I, I, cause I think it's still on game pass, right? If I'm remembering correctly, it is on game. Pass. I don't know if it's been, I don't know if it's been rotated out. I do want to try it. It does look fun. I I'd recommend um, it. I fucked up because apparently there's a flame rod and I didn't get the flame rod. And then I got stuck in this part where I'm a ghost and they took half my health away, and then I have to go through <laughs> six six waves of enemies. And man, that, I was just that getting hard. My... That level looked hard. Yeah, and the, of course, the sixth wave is too many bosses at the same time. Like holy fuck, balls, dude! And I didn't have the fire rod. And Jade was doing all this googling, and he's like, "Uh, it says use the fire rod." I'm like, "I don't have that." So I I back I backtracked rod. for like thirty minutes to go back to get the fire rod. And they're like, "Oh, if you're at this part of the game, you're locked out. You're soft lock. No. You can't get it." So not only Rough. I was playing a hard game on the hardest fucking difficulty. Accidentally. Handicapping yourself on the hardest difficulty. Um so that game broke me. I never finished it. I talked a lot of shit, but I gotta say it was it was really well done. Um and I think it, it developed by one guy. Okay. Over the course That's pretty of cool. many, many years. It's really hard not to respect like individual, like single dev video games stardew valley being probably the most prominent example currently not my game not my type of game mm-hmm. i i wouldn't be able to get into stardew but the fact that you get the game you're getting from a single individual person it's is pretty is pretty insane so it looks great everyone that i know that has played it loves it and has put a crazy amount of time into it um so you you know you you're kind of can't do anything but respects um a single developer video game, which is which is pretty crazy. Yeah, Andrew Shoulders um, uh, was responsible yeah. for Tunic. Started producing it in 2017. It came out this year. Damn, hell yeah! 
So go for it. Go, it, it go was a Andrew. cool game. Yeah, friends, it's on Game Pass. Check it out. Uh, and get Fair that tight. get that fire rod for God's sakes. <laughs> get the fucking fire rod. Don't not get the thinking? fire rod. <laughs> um, but with all that being said, I voted for Cult of the Lamb just based on the amount of interaction you get uh, with Twitch integration mm-hmm. uh, and just how much how much involvement that you know your 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 viewers get to kind of engage in the game with you. You know they get to they get to help or hinder. They get to they get to join the cult of the lamb. Yeah, they design um, their own characters, was, and once they were good yeah. on the devs because it did the Twitch integration with that game really wasn't working the first couple days, the first week or so, and they fixed it. And after a week or two, it was seamless. So yeah, and it, it to seemed Massive to be Monster. it seemed to be almost exclusively just due to the overall demand, mm-hmm. you know, the the traffic that they were getting on that that Twitch extension. So it didn't seem like it was a it was a flaw in you know like the game or like the extension itself. It was just the the amount of popularity that they got out of that game and and the amount of uh, use out of that extension uh, kind of gave them the the hug of death and and they were scrambling to get it you know in a in a more in a more working state. It didn't affect the game itself. It was it from my understanding it just kind of impacted the the ability for for people to kind of like you know interact with you and kind of join in on the fun yeah it, so it, it wasn't like a hard block it was just kind of a little bummer that people couldn't but once they got it down it was it was bit. great and honestly a, a really fun game and it's a, like animal crossing but you run a blood cult instead of uh, <laughs> a cute little island and it's so well done freaking hilarious of course this is a fishing mini game which I of course there is love any game with a fishing mini game you could always yeah. judge a game by its fishing mini game truly um just a lot but i think i i feel like cult of the lamb is gonna gonna take that i really hope so i really hope so i i think i i do think i do think it will but that's i think that's a, a good lineup um i'm worried that stray is gonna take it because it's a cute kitty cat but at the same point in time i played stray for five hours beat it and i was like all right i'm good i like i did i almost like everything i almost feel like it would get uh best indie debut over best indie i, I feel so. like that that would be my guess I yeah I would I would I'd be okay with that that would be okay because N- what no do we have on, on um best best indie debut um again neon white stray tunic um and then there's Norco which I'm not familiar with and Vampire Survivors which again I'm not familiar with um so I can't really speak too much on those but um neon white stray and tunic these are all debut indies so they're they're both getting some love in in both categories mm-hmm. um. But I think, I think it'll probably end up taking uh, debut indie, which I, I voted for it for for debut indie, um, and then I voted for uh, for Cult of the Lamb for best indie. So that's that's kind of my prediction uh, as of as of right now. I guess we'll we'll kind of see how that goes, okay. but we'll see. I, I think I think it has a very good chance. Stray has a very good chance of, of winning the uh, the debut indie, and then moving into best ongoing multiplayer. Uh, category so this is uh live service games are are very uh uh, are very in right now um so a lot of companies are providing free games you know free to play games with ongoing support and you know content uh content streams Mm -hmm. um all that all that sort of stuff um so we have these are basically all the all the big hitters that everyone is is still currently aware of as they're they're still uh popularity is still there so we have apex legends you know, done by by respawn and EA, uh, Destiny two, Final Fantasy fourteen. I personally couldn't really give two shits about Final Fantasy. It's still got a huge uh, so player I, base, though. 
apparently <laughs> if, if it's yeah. up for you know for for best ongoing uh fortnite i mean you know don't really have to I, that dude i also um, never thought i'd be saying this in my 30s fucking love fortnite dude what a fun game like once fortnite. they once they took the building out i was in <laughs> <laughs> I, I like my whole thing with fortnite was like i was always i can do one or the other i just can't do both like if you want me to build i could build if you want me to fight i can fight but if you're expecting me to build and fight i can't i can't my brain is not plastic enough i'm not I'm not a child that can develop these these motor skills any longer. So it's just you're getting one or the other. Yeah, what do I look like a twelve year old with a Roblox t shirt on? I can't build like, and fort on. at the same I time. I can't do that. Like it's it's also so like, annoying when you're gunning someone down and all of a sudden they build like a three bedroom, two bath house in front of you. Like, how did yeah, you they build a where they built a whole Soviet condo block. And he pops out of the chimney whole, and snipes you, you're like, How the fuck how did this just happen? It's like great. Cool. Twelve-year-old Santa Claus came out of the chimney and, and <laughs> annihilated me with a goo gun, and then and then hit the gritty on me. The dirtiest gritty anyone's ever seen. The gritty. But yeah, so Fortnite needs needs no explanation um, as far as uh, ongoing games go. Um, I did vote for it just because think. you know it's so. If you kind of just strip away everything away from Fortnite and you just look at it as from like an objective, you know, like binary standard um it's yes it's essentially it it came out after PUBG, so the the original mission for fortnite was the the pve like it's it's what they're um what is it they're, they're survive together or whatever it's yeah. called or save the world whatever that when you actually called. build a fort at yeah, night yeah at night <laughs> so that was always intended to be for like that was fortnite the game and then uh PUBG player player unknowns battlegrounds um that came out and PUBG kind of they pivoted uh, and they started developing what we have, you know, Fortnite now. Um, and then their their main mission of, you know, save the world, that became the paid um, the the paid accessory that goes along with free to play Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at Fortnite for what it is, it's a battle royale, massively successful battle royale that um, looking at the licensing that they've been repeatedly hitting. You have Star Wars, you got Marvel, you got uh, Alien, you got god I mean, of war like you got kratos in there NF- like they, the they, nfl the fifa they, right NF- exactly yeah you've got you've got fifa you've got like i have, I have a broncos jersey like yeah. i have a you, know, you can get like a football like I, I can run around as a as a, a broncos player like so they just the amount of licensing that they're able to to secure continuously i just unlock spider gwen yeah come the fuck on yeah insane so like the licensing that's there is is just there the, that leaves them with effectively infinite content that they can add to the game um weapon balancing and and like new content you know so they're adding new weapons they'll take stuff out you know they're this the whole rotation of oh damn near weekly yeah it's like we'll we'll take stuff out if if something gets broken or if it's you know op and it needs tuning or rebalancing whatever they'll vault it instantly and they'll work on it and they'll put something else in so just the amount of of handling and and um work that they're doing to to provide content or changing the maps or adding new New areas in the map, new points of interest on the map. Yeah, I mean, um, it shows the they're, amount they're, of stuff. Yeah, they're keeping they're keeping their player base stimulated, and on top of that, it's just like a silly, fun, uh, game with like a very low, I don't know, entry point in terms of like skill. Like you, you could just yeah jump in play and you'll probably get some kills. You'll get into some bot lobbies. Like you'll have a good time. Yeah, they they do a good job of like easing you in too. Like when when you first start up the game, like you're not instantly thrown in with people that have been playing the game forever. You know, like you you start in your bot lobbies just to kind of get your reps and kind of 
you know, get your feel. And and it seems like they have a fairly decent, um, you know, matchmaking rating to kind of help with who you're getting matched against once you are done with your bot matches. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, so there's, there's there's a lot that goes into it to that makes it, in my opinion, the the fairly obvious standout. Because like, yeah, it's it's a it's a silly looking cartoony kind of art art style um, game that's heavily targeted towards like kids or like younger audience whatever you know, like you can hate Fortnite because it's 12 year olds doing they're fucking flossing like what like, you know i think, all that I think aside, it was but at the same point in time you look at all the pros they're all in their 20s and 30s you know yeah <laughs> you say it's a kid's game Sh- but sure it's but i think the the art direction is you know it's cartoon i, I, I think sure. there's yeah there is it seems like there's there's a, a fairly clear demographic and you know obviously again pokemon's demographic is typically aimed towards younger people but yeah. there's you know tons of you know 20 30 year old 40 year old dudes that are like yo this shit is fun you yeah because we've been so fans like, that, for fine. 25 years you know exactly so it's all that aside just the structure and the efforts and the 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 success of the develop the developers and the you know their their team has put into the game itself like that has to be acknowledged and has to be respected stripping away their the demographic and their intent whatever all that aside um i think those efforts are very obvious and i think in my opinion it's very clear standout yeah and it's working for epic games they pulled in uh projected to reach 6.27 billion dollars in revenue up from 5.7 billion uh last year yeah crazy so epic games absolutely uh killing it they also invested two billion dollars into the metaverse epic games what were you thinking yikes oh god the metaverse looks horrible it really does. Well, hey, maybe the maybe f- after maybe after they invest, maybe we'll get Mark Zuckerberg flossing on Tilted Towers. We, oh we never, I, we don't know. <laughs> the Mark Zuckerberg skin. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, I'm gonna do that and and floss on, uh, over in Tilted. It's gonna be great. Best multiplayer. Again, I think another you know big, a big area that people are looking for is you know multiplayer games are. I wouldn't say bigger than, you know, the people that are looking for a single player narrative games. Um, but multiplayer games are always going to, you know, have a very big um, you know, presence. I'm not, in, I'm not sure what the statistics are, but I wouldn't be surprised if multiplayer games and especially the free to play multiplayer games have a way bigger player base than for sure. the, the single player action adventure. I'm, I'm happy to see that that genre is still alive. And I want to like kudos to EA for producing the Callisto Protocol which is single-player action-adventure horror game that just launched yesterday. Unfortunately, it's not getting great reviews. It's, it's apparently got a lot of issues. It's short. It, it brings nothing new to the table. Um, apparently, what they've done with the Callisto Protocol in terms of uh, photorealism within the game, like your character model looks, looks exact. insane. It, it's a beautiful game. It's really awe-inspiring to see how they push the boundaries that way but in terms of gameplay and uh narrative it seems like it brings nothing new to the table and someone also said they beat the, it in like six hours just over six hours which is kind of disappointing they that's that's rough when you're paying you know 60 70 dollars for for a game i, I do think that, that needs PS5. to be ugh. yeah i think that that's a little disappointing I, I do think that of the complaints that, you know, I, I haven't really done too much digging into it, you know, like directly, but like hearing um, kind of like your recap and kind of some of the other stuff I've been seeing just around. Um, and a lot of it does seem like subjective criticisms. 
Um, you know, so like bringing nothing new to the table, you know, I think that's fairly, fairly subjective. So like, I, I feel like a lot of the complaints they're, they're more subjective in the sense that like, you know, Pokemon Scarlet runs like shit and that's really not a subjective opinion. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's a quantifiable. Yeah. That's something that you can observe and go, yes, that, that is, that is a factual statement. So I'm I'm hoping that because I really do want to play it and I'm I'm hoping that I can Me too. you know enjoy it despite you know some of those those complaints and that doesn't mean that they're not valid you know like there's if if there's a, a large contingent of people saying eh, it's pretty short and it's just kind of boring and you know doesn't really do much you know like that's you know that that has to lend credence to to something I'm, I'm excited to play it too and I'm sure I'm gonna in, enjoy it the problem is the seventy dollar price point yeah that's rough. I so can't. unfortunately, it might be something that we have to wait for the Steam Summer Sale 2023. Well, cheaper. here's another thing. Apparently, it runs like absolute ass on PC. I watched a review. This really? guy was running it on a 4090. Um, and there's just moments in the game where it the, the stuttering rate just drops down to like two frames per second. He was saying at one point, there's a jump scare with some steam, a steam pipe burst. And no matter what he did, he kept trying to reload it. To see if it would clear up. Nope. It just drops mm-hmm. to two frames per second on a 4090 top of the line graphics card. What is that? Well, like a $2,000 graphics card? Something like that. Yeah. Things are expensive. I'm, I'm hoping that's something that's like, you know, that's just more of like an optimization thing that they can hotfix. If that's just, you know, hard baked into the game and it's just, it's just not done well. That's, yeah. that's really concerning. I mean, that, but, but also that, that kind of goes back to the point you, you mentioned earlier is like, like, why are we in this position in in the year of our Lord and Savior, twenty twenty two, where these games these games are being are being released either unfinished or horrifically poorly optimized? And like, you know, if if you're running a forty ninety on on like a, a five thousand dollar computer, like the we shouldn't be running into these issues, especially by a game that's being published by EA. Of of all, you know, like it's just there needs there needs to be some accountability for for how these games are being shipped. And there needs to be. I mean, some, they're getting some effort, they're getting but... really mixed reviews. I I think they were sitting at a sev- seventy or eighty on Metacritic. Let me check this out. Um, it was like seventy four. I think is when you. But like, I think it, Game Informer gave it a seventy six. Okay, so not bad. Okay, um, it's, it's not terrible. Like, look, at the end of the day, it's not terrible. Gamespot gave it a five. IGN gave it a seven. Game Informer, I think, gave it a five Fucking or typical six. Typical IGN, seven out of ten. Dude, way usually, to, yo, usually way it's to an stick eight. to your guns. So to see a seven, it's just yeah. If if it's not ready, don't ship it. Right? Yeah. Did Cyberpunk teach us nothing? Did Fallout 76 teach us nothing? And I think it, it comes down to... And I, was, I was watching an interview with uh, Glenn Schofield, who was the director of Callisto Protocol, the director of OG Dead Space. also found out he directed uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King on PS2, which I fucking loved. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. But he was saying video games are just... You know, it's, it's a lengthy process, and it's extremely expensive to make. Um, so I think at some point the studio says, look, we gotta, we gotta fish or cut bait here. We gotta ship this to recoup at, at least, uh, some capital that we invested into the project and then patch it, uh, later. That, that's my theory. I really, I really don't know. I mean, with Callisto Protocol and w- with Pokemon, I really think it's, it's get it out before the holidays. For, for sure. Yeah. It's especially yeah i don't know it's ea does this this shit a lot too so it's i maybe it's not just maybe being a little harsh i I think it's just because like 
the holiday time in general is when every video game wants to get out because mm-hmm. obviously Christmas is here. Fucking, you know, mommy and daddy are buy, buying little little Braden his his Xbox and, and video games for Christmas, like whatever. And it's like everybody wants to get their game out for for the holidays just in time for, for that Christmas morning, like fuck Pokemon, yeah. you know, like everyone wants that moment. So like I get it, but like at the same time, like there's just there's got to be some some accountability with with how how shit's been been going. And I know this is nothing new, you know, this shit's been going on for forever. But like, man, there there's got to be it's at some point we just have to be like, you know, enough enough is enough. We need but, we need a, a big uh, trending hashtag. That says if hashtag, it hashtag if it ain't ready don't ship. Hashtag don't ship. Hashtag don't ship, dude. Let's let's get this shit trending. Not hashtag don't, 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 shit. don't shit. Everybody should be shitting regularly. All uh, right. Yes, you should be regular. If you're not, have some fiber. Some all brand all brand some butts. Okay, get some mm-hmm. fiber in you. Mm-hmm. Get some get some fiber. Whole whole grain toast. <laughs> get some kashi cereal. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta. Stay hydrated. Stay regular. Yeah. Stay regular, my friends. Yeah, it's good for you. Um. Anyways, best best multiplayer game. Um. Best. We've got Call of, of Duty. <laughs> speaking of shit. Um. We've got uh, Overwatch Two is in the lineup for for best multiplayer. Twenty twenty two. Wow. What what um, a what a dumpster rolling down five flights of stairs. And I I really I'm a huge Overwatch fan and I've been enjoying this game, but I've been playing so much of it. I know. It's just. Uh, but that gives us the authority to say it's not the best multiplayer of 2022 for sure not it's essentially overwatch 1.5 and every other week there's another hero disabled for you know weeks at a time because shit is broken mm-hmm. the economy is downright a spit to the face there's a in my face the of, 20 of the 20 dollar uh skins in game so for those of you who don't know I'd, I'd say within six months of the original overwatch's launch overwatch is a big multiplayer game play a bunch of heroes it, it's five uh, five on five L- lots of fun it's it's a good game um i'd say six months after it launched back in 2016 it was on sale for like 25 30 bucks and you bought it and then every halloween every holiday season when there was an event they would release these really well done exclusive skins and you could just play the game their art team their art team is in fucking incredible oh absolutely but you used to be able to just play the game and earn the skins right you bought the game now you get to fucking play it and earn the stuff in it but now it's free to play but each skin is twenty dollars and these are largely a lot of these skins are and not even just skins we were talking skins um emotes voice lines sprays uh fucking uh, highlight intros all of that shit was all already in overwatch one and then it all gets carried over to overwatch two and but... that stuff that was obtainable for free by just playing the game mm-hmm. are now locked behind five ten fifteen twenty dollar paywalls you have to pay twenty dollars for content that has been in overwatch one for <laughs> years that you were able to unlock for free and earn for free by just playing the game so and that is if that's not an insult and a spit in the face of your your of your your uh, your player base, and I I genuinely don't know what is, and we're we're doomed. See, this is something that I would love to see change in uh the the video game industry, and it probably won't, as Apex Legends just hits a billion dollars uh earned through microtransactions and Fortnite's making. Dude, Diablo of Immortal, very topically one of the worst examples of of microtransactions. They they made billions of dollars in the first like couple months of it of Let, it being out. Let's get a figure. Diablo, Diablo Immortal. For those that don't know, was a uh, a mobile game, a a mobile Diablo game 
um that was very famously um absolutely hammered hammered at and and just raked over the coals for how how predatory their their microtransaction um scheme was Mm -hmm. um and there were people spending tens of thousands of dollars just to get a single individual like uh i think like their rarity thing that they have like mythic rarity or like five star like rarity items like there was one streamer spent i think it was like 15 or twenty five thousand dollars before he finally got one single five star uh item out of the game oh my god and so they didn't make billions i, I was exaggerating but it looks like what is it 300 million is, it, is that what you're seeing as well in in global earnings um it just so this article uh was in september it hit the top 10 highest grossing mobile games with a hundred million dollars in revenue up there with genshin impact candy crush PUBG mobile still up there uh honor of Kings. mobile mobile games bring in a lot of money oh like i know God. like particularly in the u.s like uh mobile gaming isn't as big uh but in a lot of like the eastern countries a lot of asian countries uh mobile gaming is huge mm-hmm especially like uh, japan and china korea they have a huge mobile gaming uh market so like it's always weird for me to see you know like PUBG mobile or like um like apex legends mobile diablo immortal like all these like mobile games are literally making millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of billions of dollars sometimes and it's it's always crazy crazy but you know blizzard is not uh alien to um putting out these ridiculous ridiculous um gaming economy i don't know i don't know if you saw this so recently if you if you um engage in a microtransaction in overwatch they might um send you an email about a survey and in the survey it asks how likely would you be to purchase a mythic skin at price 44.99 usd what yeah from very likely to very unlikely i Uh, hope they're getting flooded with absolutely no have very no yeah, uh, bundle con like three sprays, five dollars. Emote highlight intro souvenir, twenty dollars. Legendary skin weapon charm, thirty dollars. I would not Here's purchase any of these. Is the fourth one, the fourth option. If if they cut their prices like in half, so like uh, was it the mythic skins, like the the gold skins in Overwatch are ba- they're always like twenty, like between like nineteen and like twenty one dollars, yeah. like just for the skin. Mm-hmm. If they cut that to like ten, twelve bucks. I would be buying them all the fuck over the place. Like if I could get a mythic skin for like ten bucks, I would. I would pay ten bucks for a mythic skin. I um, there are if, some if they were in Overwatch one, they need to be cheaper. I will not pay like large amounts of money for content that was in Overwatch one that I was able to earn for free. No, absolutely like I get not. that this is a live service game that you know they they want to make money off of. Give me new shit that like I'd be a little more willing to spend the money on. But again, twenty bucks for a single skin, especially when that was in Overwatch one. It's going to be a hard pass, and I will not give them a single dollar of my money uh, until they have that. They they fix that because I'm okay with loot boxes if they're done. Like I think Overwatch One did loot boxes very well. Um, because you earn them through they playing were, the game. You could you buy earn them, them if through you playing wanted, the game, but you played the fucking yeah. game and you got the fucking stuff. You also they would give you them during the events, like Halloween and like Christmas events, like Lunar New Year. Like they would give you like yeah. what, like five boxes or like three, whatever. Like they would give you some loot boxes that you had a very high likelihood of of just for free getting mythic items um you could earn the loot boxes by playing you could buy them if you want whatever um but everything that you got out of those loot boxes were 100 percent cosmetic there was absolutely nothing that gave you any advantage in the game whatsoever yeah, so, so there's cool. no pay to win there's no advantage you get from for spending money whatever it's all 
oh this looks cool that looks cute that sounds cool that spray looks dope like it's all sim it's all just cosmetic stuff and like that's fine and so like you can hate microtransactions like as a concept which is that's fine but like when you recognize that like what you're getting out of these these loot boxes these microtransactions aren't anything that's directly affecting your your experience in the game aside from again like the the aesthetic mm -hmm. like that's i think that's okay and we got the exact opposite of that we got our we got the loot boxes taken away we got the rewards the the, the type of rewards that we would get from overwatch one was taken away um playing the the limited seasonal events in overwatch one um you would get like the, the halloween the, the junker science revenge or whatever you would earn a skin typically like a um like the legendary or mythic skin you, for yeah, free you just for playing stuff. yeah yeah you it, get some shit and then this time around it's all like battle pass xp and like voice lines and there was not no skins nothing there was no skins earnable this year and everyone was like this is absolutely atrocious this is horrendously ridiculous yeah and it's I, insulting look I, I it's free to play right and they got to make money it sucks that even at free to play if you 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 can't earn anything you you pretty much get nothing there's some free stuff in the battle pass but all that stuff it's just terrible the sprays they're and like, like, like reskins they, like recolors they give of, you the worst they give you the worst stuff for free um ten yeah. ten dollars as an entry point for the battle pass i think i'm okay with ten dollars every two months Had they the need to do like what what fortnite does like you get v bucks in the battle like you get enough v bucks in the battle pass that you just bought to buy you the next battle pass it, or you could use it to spend it on exactly on your yeah content. you get your money back if you complete it if you play the game you get all the stuff plus your money back and the monetary overwatch value in the battle pass in overwatches no they didn't so there, but there is rumors. They, I don't think there has been anything specifically put out by uh, Blizzard as of yet. But there's a lot of very uh, heavily rumored, um, you know, rumors about um, them potentially fixing the economy um, and the store, the battle pass. So like, they're. I know they they already did confirm. They mentioned that um, for uh, the holiday, the seasonal events. I think starting with this Christmas one that's coming out soon. Uh, there will be, I think, I think it's a legendary um, skin that you can earn by playing. So they they did take some of the feedback. They are addressing it a little bit, but I think their overall economy needs to be looked at, and the type of rewards you're getting from the battle pass needs to be addressed. Um, but they there are some rumors that with season two coming out on Tuesday, uh, that there will be some changes to the economy and the quality of rewards, which I think is very heavily needed for the game to to really stay in good good faith with the player base yeah i'm interested to see how much revenue overwatch 2 has generated since it launched uh on October i hope 4th. i hope not much i really hope not much uh i would they need they need to see like they need to be aware that like this you know because talk is cheap so if if the player base is like yo fuck blizzard this shit sucks and then they turn around and they they're posting record profits and they're making you know a hundred million dollars before the end of the year we're we're fucked. We're doomed, and this is never going to change. Everyone's going to bitch and complain, but then like the 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 top one percent of the one percent one percent of of players playing Overwatch, uh, if they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, that that's never going to change, and they're they're gonna they're gonna out outdo it, us in and and what we're trying to do. Yeah, so it's going to take like a viral movement on Twitter to be able to change some of their predatory practices and like the trend right now is the game is free the battle pass is between 10 and 20 bucks everything else i mean the market price for a skin these days is 20 bucks fortnite it's Insane. about 15 20 call of duty's 20 apex legends i wouldn't be surprised i think they still have they still have like the loot boxes right 
Or yeah, you, Apex you buy is, currency is, outright as well, in-game currency. Yeah, Apex is, is kind of bad with that, but... Valorant's the worst. $55 is for uh, a pack of weapon skins is Dude, they have, like, individual insane. knives that are, like, 45 50 bucks, and they don't even look good. It, like, it, individual items, one knife, for, like, 45 bucks. It's, like, absolutely the fuck not. It's outrageous. No, but, like... I will not. It's it's win win because overall the devs are going to make as much money as possible. They're taking the golden goose, they're chaining them up, they're putting a little iron mask on them, and just bleeding them. They Kill got a me. basket underneath, and it's just filling up with eggs. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but at the same point in time, because it's free, like the kids can get in. The the people who can't afford to buy a sixty dollar game every month can get in so it keeps the player base alive while also stimulating the max amount of revenue so we're kind of we're kind of in a shit position there's a balance involved though you know and like Mm -hmm. the the feedback seems to be resoundingly negative right now with how they're doing it like you're you're not seeing this this level of of feedback negative feedback around Fortnite, and that's because their economy like yes some other stuff does cost around the same the same amount um but it's the the value you seem to get out of it and the way that you're able to kind of obtain like the V Bucks for for that stuff is is much less like I guess predatory is the word. Like it just it doesn't feel the economy in Overwatch 2 does not feel good or fun or make me want to spend money. No. It's just it's it feels shitty and that needs to be addressed in some capacity. So with all that being said, I do not think that Overwatch 2 deserves or will win best multiplayer. <laughs> I, um, I didn't vote for it. I voted for Splatoon 3. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. And I voted for Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about this game. It's it's fun. I think it's I'm going to get Splatoon it. Splatoon 3 is literally Splatoon 1 it. and 2. Yeah. I'm, I'm still on the fence. Like I, it's, and again, it's this is 70 bucks no matter what you're buying it on, which I'm still really salty about. Yeah. Um, but, it, I mean, Warzone and DMZ is free. And, you know, I can play that and enjoy that. I just, I don't know. I'm still on the fence if I want to if I want to spend... Honestly, what, what really left a bad taste in my mouth was every cosmetic that you bought in Call of Duty Modern Warfare from 2019, all of that is gone. Like you, that, None of that transferred over. I gave them a lot of money. I, I gave like them 40 bucks. Dumb, dumb. I, I bought two skins at $20 each. I spent a lot more than which that, Which I'll, ne- I'll literally <laughs> never see again. I feel I'll like such see it a again. It's gone. It's gone forever. So oh that, that really sucked. That was, that was a kick in the dick. So that, that's influencing my decision a little bit to kind of be on the fence about if I mm-hmm. want to get it. So... I don't know, but again, as as far as like the 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 multiplayer experience, I I just I do think because Overwatch Two is flanked by Call of Duty Multiverses, Platoon Three, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Imagine spending which, forty dollars on uh, a multiplayer game you'll never play again. Who, who the fuck would do that? <laughs> only only idiots would do something like that. Um, so real quick, when I'm sorry, Rob, I gotta I gotta tell our, our lovely oh, listeners, fuck man, dude. There was one night we were doing uh multiverses for community net multiverses it's warner brothers and it's like a smash bros beat-em-up game so you got batman and shaggy from scooby-doo um and all these other wacky characters and we're playing it we're like oh this is fun and rob was like oh you guys think we're gonna be playing a lot of this and before any of us could answer he's like cool i bought the uh the the starter pack the 40 dollars Dude, but you know yeah, what? Laugh it up. I'm I'm an idiot. I get it. It's all right. One day this game's gonna be hot, and we're all gonna play, and you're gonna have all the characters on. I'm gonna be the only one with the full roster. Yeah. Here, here's a good example of of balance done well in a in a free to play game. Multiverses is free to play. You start off with like four heroes, let's say, and if you play the game, 
you can unlock them all for free. That's stop it. That's crazy talk. You can yeah, if you just play the unlocking game, something you get for stuff. playing the game that's never been done before. That's crazy. How do you keep your player base alive? Reward them. Give How do you make a video game addicting? Game. It needs to be rewarding. That that needs to be the the baseline of video games. Re- re- it's as time easy as that. Reward. Hire hire us. Video gaming industry, we'll we'll fix it. I promise. We'll fix it. Honestly, we'll Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, pretty freaking good. It looks fun, to be honest. I'm, Six I'm man co op online or locally. That's which on was Game Pass, chaotic. isn't it? Or am I crazy? It it was on Game Pass. It was a pretty freaking fun game. It was well done. <laughs> we gotta play it sometime if it's still up on Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, we should. It was a good time. It uh, it does look fun. So I think um I think uh I wanna revisit this topic post game awards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of have all of our predictions in place. Um, again, voting is still open. So if you guys would like to uh, throw in, toss in your, your votes for, um, you know, game of the year, best multiplayer, uh, best indie, what have you, all 31 categories, go through them. You don't have to, you don't have to place a vote. If, if you want to skip some, you can. Um, but let your voice be heard, you know, throw, throw some votes. Let's, let's see if we can uh, make sure uh, Splatoon 3 does not win best multiplayer game. Um, but that's it. The gamewords.com. It's held every year. Um, it'll be Thursday, December 8th at what, like 7 p.m., some shit like that. I'm, um, I'm so excited to see what uh, Jeff Neely's wearing this year. What was it? A year or two ago, got, he wore that blazer with all the zippers. That was fun, right? Yeah. He's got some drip. He's got a little drip. Oh, he's got, he's got drip. some hot sneakers, too. He does the Look, suit. He's, with no, the he's no window lady, but Dude, he's got never, some drip. Never forget. Oh, my never God. Never forget window lady. So yeah, I think it'll be cool to kind of revisit, um, you know, these topics after after the game awards. So once once all these awards have uh, have gone out, we can kind of discuss and unpack and and argue and rejoice and be angry and you know kind of run the gamut of um, kind of what we saw. So we'll we'll do that. Um, you know, we'll discuss it next week and we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of unpack it. Um, so that'll be that'll be cool. Um, and then kind of tie in i know we mentioned last week that we we want to do kind of a a movie of the week since we ever since we started our, our movie night in discord um oh, yeah, dude, i'm sorry i missed train to busan this week you have to you gotta watch it you gotta you gotta find some time this weekend maybe if you can to to watch it but yeah we did a train to busan uh this week for, for movie night thriller unfortunately did have to miss sorry brandon i know i know uh, unfortunately did have to miss it but um train to busan's a korean uh zombie horror movie on a train it's very good. It's very emotional. Forgot how emotional it was, um, but it's really good. I do think you you would like it. It's a especially if you like zombie stuff, which I know you do. Uh, Korea does great zombie horror. They do great horror in general, but they do really good zombie uh, zombie stuff. Um, but it's a really it's a really good movie. And I think we're going to be doing what we're, we're sticking with the train theme. I think we're doing Polar Express next week. No, are we? Christmas spirit. Is it time to I move think on? We do we start doing planes next week? Well, Polar Express is still trains. Okay, uh, I guess the so. Christmas movie. You I know? guess so. And then we're doing Gremlins. Is that an executive decision? I I would like to do Gremlins. It's a Let's it's a democracy. It's Gremlins not a, it's a not a dictatorship. It's a good Christmas movie. <laughs> I haven't I haven't done Gremlins in a while. I'm I'm down for Gremlins. I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> Dude, we also need to do Violent Night when that's available. Starring hey. our boy David Harbour. I've been hearing good things about I it. I really want to see it. I've been hearing good things. I love David Harbour rated our santa claus against the uh, assassins like i'm just i'm so in for it it's yeah it's like action comedy christmas movie with david harbour as santa claus it's like john wick meets the santa claus like the santa claus yeah it looks it looks fantastic it's been i've heard i've been hearing some good things like it's 
I've actually heard it's you know it's fairly like you know it's got like a good emotional element to it, but it's also just <laughs> silly and goofy, fucking you know like just what we've been seeing in the trailers. It looks really good. I'm really excited to see it. But we we have to do that. I'm hoping it's available on streaming platforms before the end of the year. Because I would cool. like to yeah. get I'd like to get that in for for Christmas stuff. But yeah, it'll uh, it'll be cool. That'll be dope. Uh, I guess know. we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. We've got thrills giving to go to. Thrills giving, baby. Third annual thrills, thrills giving. giving 2022. We're gonna get together. It's our, it's our friends. It's our friends giving for 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 the community um, that we deeply adore, and so we're gonna hang out. You know, laugh, maybe cry, play some video games, just kind of hang out. You know. Yeah. Do our thing with with some friends. You know, everyone. We have a lot of Canadian friends, and Canadian Thanksgiving happens uh in october sometime crazy to think about yeah right even though they're not you know it makes sense they're not american you know they're not celebrating uh american thanksgiving but um <laughs> it's always weird that they, they celebrate so much earlier than us and so we're you know we we let everyone all the americans kind of do our, our proper thanksgiving towards the end of november um and then early december we we kind of do like our own uh friendsgiving yeah, except everyone's busy thanksgiving out. weekend we never want to do it the weekend so of. busy People got shit going on. yeah People got <laughs> shit going. So now we're 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 gonna hang out. So we have to get over to that. We, that's a, a prior engagement. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna go hang out with some friends. To all um, the community members was... listening, thank you uh so much. I hope you enjoyed uh us talking talking games. This is more of like I feel like an informative episode. We yeah. we gave a we gave a lot of information. Talked a lot of games. Next ne- next week will be a lot of opinions on because we're we're basically kind of run run you through the nominations for for what what's to be expected. Uh, or what what to to have happen next week so next week we'll we'll really unpack the uh what has happened and we'll we'll get some i'm sure there's gonna be some some spicy takes in here um because i'm I'm sure this is not gonna go 100 percent the way that i'm hoping it's gonna go and i'll have some words let's see so we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll unpack the um the uh the opinions of that of that next week um so if you want if you want more salt and more complaints oh god it's coming <laughs> And l- let's hope Kanye does another interview uh, this week, oh, and um, we can talk about that. We can uh, unpack Jesus. that. So I, ha- I had to, we had man. to talk about it. We had to. I, we, I think it's going to be a common uh, occurrence that we want to we want to just dip our toes in, in the current events and just kind of let you guys know what the fuck is going on what's, in what's, the world. Yeah, what's going on? We'll keep you up to date. And Don't right worry. now, it's this fucking Kanye fiasco, man. Good God. So hopefully, you know, he's he's not the subject of of a uh, topic of conversation next week, but you never fucking know, man. It's 2022. I Shit's crazy. F- I feel guilty for enjoying it as much as I am. I mean, uh, it's 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 a morbid fascination to watch a, a, a prolific public um entertainer like Kanye just absolutely torpedo commit seppuku on infowars. It's, it's uh, <laughs> Kanye West commits seppuku on Infowars. Why are you featuring do- Alex Jones? Why are you doing this? God, what a what a word salad that sentence is, and it's fucking true. Yep. That's that's the crazy part. Crazy. Wild times. Anyways, Wild times. Um, we will we will see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Three of the Super Sodium Bros. We'll talk more uh, more games. We'll 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 discuss game of the year. More games, more fun topics, a little bit of salt. A little bit of salt. Just tasteful amount. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Rob, I love you too. Don't you ever forget it. Next week. I never will. I love you, bud. I love you too. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bam. Fucking...